Hey guys, uh, Sean Pruitt here. So there's a lot of news revolving around what happened to the Nord Stream 2 and the Nord Stream 1. Now, here's the deal. Um, when initially, when there was an explosion, they saw that the natural gas uh, pressure of the line, uh, the pressure of the line immediately dropped, okay? So they connected the explosion uh, with the, uh, the, the destruction of the natural gas line. Now, when it first erupted, we were wondering what, what happened. Okay, and so uh, 16 hours later, uh, from what I understand, uh, the Nord Stream 1 also was sabotaged. Okay, uh, and, and it was similar, it was a similar event to uh, 9 11 when the first airplane ran into the uh, first building. Everybody was scratching their heads, what the hell was that pilot thinking? And then when the second uh, building was hit, of the twin towers and then we knew we're under attack and so that's what happened it was a similar event to the Nord Stream 2 initially getting hit then then the Nord Stream 1 getting hit then we knew this was being sabotaged now there's a lot of rumors going around about who did what who was it there there you know the west is blaming russia uh, russia's blaming the west biden went on publicly saying in the event that uh, russia rolls their tanks in we're going to end Nord Stream uh, pipeline and the uh, he was asked well how are you going to do that you don't own it he said and Biden made it very clear with that confident smug on his face we will stop it okay and so you know and of course that's swirling around and so there's a lot of media talking about how there was actually uh, recorded evidence that there was uh, underwater drones uh, that 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 they evaluated before uh, the explosion. Uh, they uh, recorded drones in the area. Uh, there was some uh, offshore military drills in the same area by the U.S. and uh, by NATO. Um, and so it, it's just crazy what I'm seeing. Okay. And so here's what I think uh, is going on. If you watch my last video, I talked about how at the SCO summit, the rhetoric against anti-Western alliances, anti-Western rhetoric. Uh, has heightened, okay? And so bottom line, uh, China, uh, Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, all of these countries, okay, that are in SCO, okay, that are in the BRICS, uh, all of these countries are tired of the grip of the West, of the American powers. They're tired of being sanctioned. They're tired of if they make a wrong move, they get sanctioned and their country suffers because of it. They're tired of the uh, anti-oil rhetoric. I mean, most of Russia, most of, of Saudi Arabia and OPEC and all these other countries, most of their money comes from oil and they've demonized it and they're tired of the rhetoric. They're tired of the lies. Oil prices uh, are over 80 something dollars a barrel today and they should be much higher. I mean, uh, you look at what's happening. I mean, we have limited supply. We have limited spare capacity. We have limited inventories. The SBR is at a 40-year low. The federal rate hikes are destroying oil prices. It puts them in a weakened position. When they're weak, they're desperate. And when they're desperate, it, it empowers guys like Putin. Because, I mean, Putin is getting away with this. He just annexed, uh, uh, formally annexed uh, these uh, other countries in Ukraine. And he, and if you watch what he's saying, he pumped up his rhetoric against the West, blaming the West. He said, you know, he said the West has used nuclear weapons two times and we have never. 
He's talking about how the West is stolen from the rest of the world. I mean, he's pumping up his rhetoric against Western alliances. And this is not about Ukraine. This is more about NATO. It's about the Western grip. He's coming against it. And the only way to remove the grip of the West is by sanctioning energy. And that's what I talked about in the last video. And so wouldn't it make sense to shut down the Nord Stream 1 and 2? Wouldn't it make sense to start systematically taking out key oil infrastructure? I mean, Iran, the first thing that they did, I mean, because they're going to war in Yemen, Iran and Saudi Arabia. The first thing Iran started doing is sending attack drones into Saudi Arabia and started bombing key oil facilities in Saudi Arabia. Now, a lot of that ended. Why? Because I truly believe that they're all coming together. They're all in on this thing. And I truly believe that they're coming against the West. They're tired of the sanctions. They're tired of the control. And before Saudi Arabia, they needed the American powers because they protected their assets. And America needed Saudi Arabia because we imported a bunch of oil. But when Trump came in, we, we became, uh, we were producing so much energy, we didn't need Saudi Arabia anymore. We started importing less oil. And our rhetoric against uh, Saudi Arabia and other countries uh, became more damning okay and then biden comes in which is anti-oil and has to uh, impress his base and he started calling uh, saudi arabia pariah he started uh, destroying the confidence of uh, reliance on oil and those countries that did produce it and he demonized these guys okay and so saudi arabia started pulling away and so that's why Biden desperately went over to Saudi Arabia to try to cool that relationship because now they're desperate for energy. And Saudi Arabia gave him the, the cold shoulder. He, he pumped up 100,000 barrels of oil a day, and then he decreased at the very next meeting. Okay, And so October 5th, they're going to have another OPEC meeting. They're expected to uh, reduce oil output by upwards of a million barrels a day. And Russia is asking to reduce oil output by a million barrels a day. Now, here's the deal. You have a lot of things that could be coming down the, the, the pike here that could increase energy prices like you wouldn't believe. Okay, and so you got the SBR ending in October. Uh, in two to three months, China is going to be reopening. All right, we already see Hong Kong, uh, and, and it's gonna cause a big surge in demand, and especially in Asia, because China's gonna start traveling again. Um, the substitution is at record high, okay? And so the, the natural gas uh, is a hundred plus dollar oil equivalent right now, the price of natural gas. So it's cheaper to convert from nat gas over to oil, all right? And so you're gonna see a tremendous increase in demand. I mean, a million to two million barrels a day uh, upwards. I mean, who's gonna cover that? I mean, shale is, is hit their, we've peaked at shale. We're not producing enough oil. They've only seen an increase of 12,000 barrels of oil a day, even though American shale has only seen an increase of uh, 12,000 barrels of oil, even though we're drilling a massive amount of oil and we're bringing a massive amount of ducks online. Ducks are drilled uncompleted wells. So they drilled the wells years ago and they're now they're just now bringing these wells online. So why aren't we seeing a massive increase in production? Because each well that you drill and shell, the decline is upwards of 60% a year. Meaning if a well comes online at a thousand barrels a day, it will drop down to 400 barrels of 
of oil a day by the end of the year. So you got to replace that 600 barrel a day loss. So what do you do? You just keep drilling. You're never going to catch that. I mean, it's it's it, a 12,000 barrel a day increase says to me, we've hit our peak. And so it's only a matter of time where it gets really dangerous is when we start seeing a decline. Okay. And with all the rhetoric, I mean, you look at Nancy Pelosi, what was that big uh, hoopla about? She, she was being booed off the stage. She was pushing the whole green energy initiative. I mean, this was a massive publicity stunt for green energy. I mean, all they do is talk about it. They had these leaders from other countries coming and talking about global warming and how we need to we need to, to do something about fossil fuels. And then you look at this whole uh, hurricane in Florida. OK, CNN and all these left news anchors, what have you, was taking that moment instead of talking about families and, and their families are being destroyed. They used it as a cheap way to push the agenda of the green energy. They kept talking about how global warming, the fault of global warming is fossil fuels. And this is why we need to go green. I mean, meteorologists were, were politicizing their, their industry. And they were saying, we're going to see more and more of this because of global warming. I mean, they, they, they make it seem like this is a fact, but it's not true. I mean, if you look at the statistics, you look at uh, historical numbers, they're not increasing, actually. Um, and so we've got, uh, you know, Russia is going to reduce supply in, in response to the Europe price cap. The Iran nuclear deal, it ain't happening. And then I told you it was gonna, that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, the historical demand, historically, demand has dropped from 500,000 to a million barrels a day, Okay but uh, that's 0.5 to 1%, okay? 2008, when oil prices crashed, our demand was only 85 million barrels a day. Now we're at 100 million barrels a day. So if we lose a million barrels a day, who cares, okay? So you've got all these recession fear, uh, recession fear, you have, you have, you have China, is, their demand has, we've lost about 2 million barrels a day with China, okay? You've got all of the, the monetary policies that are just wreaking havoc on the energy markets. But the more you suppress energy, because the demand is not changing that much, but it's being suppressed, okay? And so it's causing market sell-offs, okay? Low volume trades is to account for most of the issue with oil prices. They're at 80 something dollars a barrel. The most valuable commodity in the world is, is trading at 80 something dollars a barrel. The, the more downward pressure you put on oil, it's like pulling a slingshot back. And the further you pull that back, the further you're gonna launch it, okay? And so with everything that's happening in oil, with the SBR ending, with the October 5th meeting with OPEC, they're going to reduce oil output. With the shale demise, with the, uh, the attacks from Western media against the anti-oil agenda, you look at what happened to the Nord Stream, you're going to see more and more of oil, key oil infrastructure being taken out, whether it's, whether it's SEO, BRICS, whether it's Western powers, whether it's Ukraine, I don't know. But it doesn't matter because regardless of who is doing it, it is affecting energy. It's affecting oil prices, okay? And so we don't have enough energy for tomorrow. We're not developing enough. And people are not investing in a commodity that's been demonized. 
We don't have enough investment dollar going into U.S. shale. Uh, Saudi Arabia has admittedly said, hey, listen, we're not investing enough in tomorrow's future. We're using this excess capital to focus on the development of green technology and also uh, other developments for our country, but we're not focused on new developments for oil and gas. And OPEC all this time has been saying, hey, listen, we have... We have uh, more spare capacity than what you know, but there's been many, many articles over and over again stating that the fact that it's just simply not true. So listen, guys, we're, are, we are in a situation that we could see oil prices at levels we've never seen before, but it's gonna take, it's a process because West is doing everything they can everything they can to get people to believe the lie hey we have a solution we don't need oil it's a dirty uh evil organization and big oil is making tremendous profits i mean biden is blaming the oil and gas companies the gas stations for high energy prices he's blaming putin for high energy prices but when you cut off uh, when, you, when you make it difficult to develop oil and gas, when all your rhetoric is anti-oil and gas, when all your rhetoric is pro-green, when all your rhetoric says we have a solution, we don't need fossil fuels, green technology is working. I mean, you got California lying about their green technology, saying how well it's working, and they can't even charge their Teslas. They can't even turn up their air conditionings. You look at what happened in Sri Lanka. You look what happened in Germany. What look what look look what is happening in Europe right now? There's a massive energy crisis, but nobody is screaming. Hey, maybe we should develop our own resources. I mean, we we our demand is 20 million barrels a day in U.S. and we're only we're only producing half of it. Where's that other energy coming from? We're importing it. I mean, wouldn't it make sense to put us in a position where we don't have to rely on any other country for energy? I mean, we're all laughing at Europe right now. We're all laughing at Europe right now, but we're in the same situation there. And imagine if we get cut off from energy. And that's what I've been talking about. I'm warning you right now, if the SEO of BRICS, if they come together, look up SEO, look up BRICS, okay? Look what China's plan is, okay? China wants to become a world power. They're trying to make the yen powerful. They're trying to do exactly what the Americans have done which is we made our currency the most powerful currency because we pegged it against oil. Saudi Arabia was the biggest exporter of oil and they started selling their oil in US currency and the world followed. China wants to do the same thing. China wants Russia, Saudi Arabia, Iran, all of these other countries to start selling their oil in, in, in China's currency. So right now they're intertwined and they're intertrading. They're, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're using each other's currency and they're bypassing the Western, uh, the, the US currency, okay? And so if they cut us off from energy, if they cut, if, if, if Iran, OPEC plus, everybody in OPEC, if Russia, if they cut the West from energy and then allow us to suffer allow our economies to be destroyed, and then they come back to us and say, hey, we're, we're, we're willing to come the, to the table. We're willing to make a deal, but remove all of your sanctions, and you're going to buy our energy in the currency of our choosing. I truly believe that that's the end plan here. All right, guys, I'm Sean Pruitt, president of Kingdom Exploration. If you like this channel, please subscribe. 
And if you're interested in investing in the oil and gas industry, oil and gas wells, uh, look in my description below, click on the link, fill out the form, and uh, love to chat with you. Thanks.